Welcome back to the Homeschool Advantage Podcast. I'm your host, Bex Buddy. Today's guest is Hazia Lacoste, CEO and founder of Osea Life. She studied herbalism at two different schools with two entirely different approaches, and she also attended numerous workshops and conferences. Hazia also has a nutrition degree, worked as a nurse and a certified fitness trainer, and worked as a recreation and health wellness program manager, which led her to create her own curriculum when she had her first child and now homeschooling four of her children. Osea Life was founded with the mission to revolutionize the concept of health and wellness. They believe that each person needs to take ownership of their own health and wellness journey, but they also need guidance. So in this episode, we talk about how Osea offers personalized advice and plans, taking into consideration the individual's age, background, and health condition. Also, how we should not be afraid to try things and change what doesn't work. And lastly, every child has a gift and passion to build on that. All right, so go grab your coffee, go grab your tea and a pen and paper, because you're not going to want to miss what Keza has to say. Let's get into the podcast. Say hello to our guests and tell us what's a fun fact about your industry that will really surprise our listeners. Hi, I'm super happy to be here with you today. So a fun fact is actually before I had my business and before I went into the whole homeschooling idea, I was actually in university. I became a nurse and I was offered a scholarship to be a medical student. I started my pre-med and then I stopped not because it was too hard or the grades or anything, but I preferred the alternative side and promoting a healthy lifestyle because in hospital, I would see so many like patients that it was only a lifestyle change that they needed and we would have fixed the problem. So I kind of went into the health promotion part instead of being in the medical Wow. That's really powerful. What you just said, you said it was only a lifestyle change that they needed and everything would have been better. So talk to us about what, what you do now and how you educate people and families to live that better life. Well, I have kids, I have four kids and you look great by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. (laughs) But yeah, I wanted to homeschool. It was really important to me. One of the reason was because I felt like in school, they are less and less teaching things that are like life skills and health things that, you know, kids should know how to cook. Like every kid should learn how to cook. So this is kind of what pushed me. I was in the health path you know I went to get like everything I got a degree in nutrition I got my clinical herbalism and I got my fitness training and group classes and I was really like involved too with teaching people about microplastic and like pesticides what they do and then I saw that some don't even know how to garden so I started opening classes to show people how to garden, what's permaculture, what's biodynamics. There's all those words that are like fancy words that people are like, I'm clueless right now. And from this, I started having parents that were asking that 
they would love their kids to actually have classes like, like this and learn. And they didn't really have access to anything. So I started taking some homeschool groups and I had the parents and the kids and I kind of built classes as I went to kind of fit the kids and the parents and the teens because I didn't really separate the age. I feel like learning, we should all be together. Like I have four kids. The youngest one is two. The oldest one is 14. And we do stuff together. So like I know some people are like, no, you have to divide because it's hard. But then the younger ones learn from the older ones. And the older ones learn how to integrate the younger ones right? Beautiful. So this was my goal to just, so I kind of had groups and then I was approached by school boards because they love some of the classes that I was giving. So I started having like school groups coming and teaching. So we kind of build classes as we went. That's beautiful. I love what you said. Like the older kids were able to integrate the younger kids and the younger kids learn from the older kids, which is kind of like, gee, life. <laughs> exactly real life that's how real life is lived it's like beautiful and that's fantastic so like what inspired you to start doing all this well I did substitute in school because I was a fitness trainer so I got to do like the gym classes when they they needed someone in my community and then I saw that they started like taking some gym classes away and when I was younger, I'm not that old, but still, when no, I was you younger, you look like the... you're a kid. <laughs> <laughs> you said 14 year old. I'm like, <laughs> my God. Oh. Um, so, but when I was in school, I did have one of the class was, you know, like the family where you learn to live type of, you know, sewing and like woodworking and mending clothes and stuff like this that they took away from all the schools basically today that I know of. And this kind of pinched me because I was like, we are giving courses to every kid that only barely 3% of them are actually going to use in university because they are like science classes and it's like high science, right? And I mean, how many of your class do you know that are in like labs today? Not oh, many. No. <laughs> <laughs> so I was, I was like, okay, so we're teaching this to all the kids. They're not going to use it for like all of them, but we are taking away things like cooking and mending and gardening. And, you know, we even had the babysitting class integrated in, it wasn't something that you took elsewhere. It was like, you learn it from the school, Right. And I know changing a diaper, it might be like funny, but it's all things that most of the kids are going to need in their life. So this is kind of how I, I was seeing this. And I was like, there is no health promotion. Most of the kids don't even know how to read the nutritious labels on packages. They have no clue what it means. Most of the kids that I worked with don't know how to cook or bake or, you know, some of them don't even know how to garden. and they. They were so like their eyes of seeing something grow and eating their own tomatoes. And I was like, okay, we need to bring this back. I need to like build more classes. They need to learn how to forage. They need to learn, you know, like how to make their own salad outside and how to survive basically. <laughs> That's awesome. And 
on your website, you have like a lot of information on how parents can like learn and do all these different things, right? Yes, I am working on the blog slowly in between all those classes to help parents get the right info and know where to look and to kind of answer the questions that parents, there's a lot of like, I hear things about things like unschooling that it's, oh, I heard that, you know, they don't learn anything. They don't do anything. So I'm trying to actually answer the questions that, no, this is not how it happens. And right. kind of, yeah. <laughs> and give them a, like what I do, because it's very different. There's no one size fits all. And our company is really, there is no one size fits all in learning in education, in a healthy lifestyle. We all have different backgrounds, different baggages. So you have to find what works for you. So I show people what works for our family and things that I've heard from clients that they use to help parents find. I mean, it's okay to try something, see that it doesn't work and go to the next one. And that's what I'm trying to teach them. Just try it. You'll never know. Don't try it. Try it and then take what works and build your own. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's so great. And you and you're right. There's nothing in this world that's one size fits all. Like I'll be really honest, even those things like, oh, this one size fits all. I'm like, no, it's gonna be a little big on you. It's gonna fit you a perfect. It's gonna fit you really tight. It is not one size fits all. It's like, <laughs> you know, it's like someone's either gonna be lacking or or someone's gonna need more. It's just it's not one size fits all. And I love the fact that you said that and how you have that mindset. And I think, you know, as we are, you know, literally growing and developing everyone really in, in, in education, understanding and learning, and especially in the 21st century on how things are done, I think, you know, more and more recognizing that we need to go back to the basics is really important. Like, why the heck do we take away all those things? I mean, those, like, nutrition understanding what we're what we're eating you know i i'm i'm a conspiracy theorist so i'm like i think it's a plan to make everybody sick but anyways you know when it comes down to it smart people like you are able to really kind of hone in and be like hey let me teach you how to read these labels let me teach you like how to read the labels for your fruits and let me teach you like you know understand nutrition understand why do you need to work out like understand like all these different things and i i love that because you know i remember i i taught my students in their bio class how to read the labels like conventional growth and the organic and then the genetically modified i was like okay so these numbers all mean something like oh really i'm like yes <laughs> like each one of these numbers means something and they were like, wow, I had no idea. I'm like, yeah, you know, so it's, it is super important. And I think the more education people have, it's, it's just so much better. It, it, like it really, blow, it really does blow my mind sometimes when I think about it and I hear you cause you like, you specifically said I turned away from traditional medicine. I was in there. I was a nurse. I was given a scholarship to become a doctor, but I noticed this one simple thing that they just needed to change their lifestyle. And I feel like if more, if the medic, if the medical 
industry would actually start leaning towards that and and so much i mean i get pharmaceuticals are needed some somewhere but like if that cannot be the first thing you know and like how about we teach people how to like really become healthy maybe medicine can get to a whole different level you know that mm-hmm. can actually take us to like a whole different I mean like I think that there are so many things that are untapped in this area that oh it's yeah just, right I mean oh my gosh what we can do with the technology that we know and we're just using it for like more medication like oh no and we know so much and I mean a lot of clinical herbalists and naturopaths would be open to working hand in hand with a doctor like it, it it's not completely closed that like people think, oh, you're on the crunchy side. Like I hear this all the time. Oh, you're the crunchy one. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I'm, I'm the in-between. I get yeah. that we need medicine. I I get that we need, I mean, if you break your arm, I don't care how many plants I know, I'm not going to heal your bone, you know, like <laughs> <laughs> it won't change anything. You That's still need funny. the doctor. Yeah. Right? That's hysterical. But there's, there's, <laughs> A middle where if both of them would work together, it, it'd be amazing. If people, yeah. it's kind of something that we've lost, right? And even like just foraging, like if we go back, everyone know how to like everyone knew their mushrooms, everyone knew their seaweeds, everyone knew what to eat when they were out in the forest. Today, it's like oh no, it's toxic or it might be toxic or I don't know. It, it's a berry. We don't eat berries in the forest anymore because we're gonna die. Right. But it, I don't know where we lost, you know, there's like a somewhere it got yeah. lost and then yeah. we didn't teach it anymore. Yeah. So, and I'm really like, I want to teach, I'm teaching my kids basically. And all the kids that come to me for classes that there's a thing today where, you know, you're, you can't wait to get out of school. You hate your homework. Mm. Learning and memorizing is a pain for all the kids. So I'm trying to show them that learning is supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be a journey. It's never going to end. I still have so much to learn and I am still learning and I'm still like, I go to workshops, I go to webinars, I take more classes because first of all, science is a thing that's going to change. So if you were a scientist 20 years ago or like, um, I don't know, a doctor, well, I don't want you to be my doctor if you didn't keep up, right? Right. <laughs> like, I'll go to someone else. <laughs> so, so funny. It's like trying to, like, I want my kids to be happy to learn and be like yeah. curious in life and go get the information where if they want to know about, like, could be a tree, a well, anything, science, math, go get it, find it. This is, it's, it's fun. You know, stuff. And then, and I don't know how many times my 14 year old is going to come and be like, mom, did you know what I learned today? Did you know that? You know? And sometimes he brings out crazy facts, but I see that he's happy. He learned something new and I learned something new. Cause I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. You know, it's true. I think even as teachers or oh, no, everybody like, that's why they do professional development. That's why they, you know, they, you know, companies that are, that are growing and thriving, they always have like seminars and conferences 
that's why some of the most, you know, successful people are, are always, always learning. The average CEO reads one book a week. I mean, that's not, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I, I've mm -hmm. looked at the habits of like billionaires and millionaires and every single one of them is like, we don't do things to entertain ourselves. We do things to educate ourselves. And then the byproduct is we live a life that we enjoy. And it's like, why aren't we teaching our kids that? Like what, mm -hmm. you know? So I, I love that. I agree with you. And ima yeah, like, just imagine like where we would be if we could all just connect with what we know mm -hmm. um, and really get people's health up there. So like, what are some things that you teach, you know, the younger groups, what would they learn from you about, you know, healthy lifestyle and things like that? So, like I said, I don't really break out my groups, but I try to use a language that everyone's going to understand. And if there's a word that's harder in my groups, usually I have a kid that's like, wait, back up. What's this? Right. And then I explain the so that they kind of learn the medical language or like yeah. the fitness language, the yeah. right word. Right. Yeah. I don't I don't use, I don't know, slangs or anything else just because it's like older kids. No. Right. Like anatomy is the same thing. I just explain to them so that they can understand. And my classes, if a parent comes or a group comes. I do have on my website and there's going to be more kind of like the nature journal or the almost zero waste life that are like bundles that people can purchase. And then That's awesome. it's, but they are all different. Mm -hmm. So what I do is they will contact me. And if the child is into birds or trees or like, I really go with what the child likes and like the parents if they're in the class and they are made for it's kind of like personal build for you type of class sure. because I really take whatever they want if they're really into arts the nature journal I like when uh, we start with an empty sketchbook and we build our way so there's a lot of like observation and like listening to sounds in the, in nature. But if I had a group that wanted to learn foraging, like all in. So we learn about trees. We learn about plants. I looked up where they lived because I mean, I can talk about my plants if you're not where I live or you're in the tropical or Arctic or whatever. Right, <laughs> it's not right. Be the same, right? Correct. So, yeah. So I make it for them. What's around what can they find and what can they go and forage? And I'm, I build the projects around everything foraging. They learn about seaweeds and mushrooms and trees and plants and berries and how to make tinctures and how to make lip balm and how to make with what they would forage and making like a, a salad from all of this and baked. We put flowers and you know, so it was all about foraging for their nature journal. And I had another group who was more, we love to observe and we love arts. So all the projects were around arts, but from nature. So like sunsets and trees and uh, the ocean and depending on the animals they liked. We had a group who was all about marine biology. So we filled our nature journal and it was all about marine biology. We went into science and like 
it was deeper, but it was still the same class, the same build, just different projects. Oh, wow. You know, it reminded me of a book that I read. What you're talking about is called, there's two of them, My Side of the Mountain and On the Far Side of the Mountain, where I, I believe the kid went and she, well, it's a funny story. He left and he went to go live in the Adirondacks. And the whole book is teaching you how to live off the land, make like acorn pancakes how to actually make a house out of an oak tree like gutting it out on the inside like I was like I remember reading it going oh I wonder if I really could do this you know <laughs> it's like, but that's Wait, you know yeah. that's really important I'm sorry yeah go, what were you saying? no go ahead it's I had someone you made me think I had a group that it was all about survival so they took the nature journal and it was all about building shelters, wilderness EMT. So I gave them tricks of, you know, how to survive 72 hours if something happens, what wow. happens if you get lost, how to read a map. Every single kid does not know today how to read a map because we have GPS right. Correct. and they took it out. So, you know, the they kind of heard of South, North, that's about it. <laughs> so yeah, taking like a compass and having right. to go somewhere with nothing. Yes was a big experience for them. It's like, wow, it's so much fun. So we kind of build this around this. Yeah. Wow. And they it's like, it's almost, it's fun, but at the same time, it's probably like scary. Like, oh, you know, what are we going to do? <laughs> yeah, we really have become so reliant on technology. And it's so funny. I, I had this conversation with my brother-in-law uh, years ago, years and years ago. And he was like, the world's going to become much dumber. I'm like, no, it's not. It's going to be amazing. Like we're going to be able to have everything that we know plus. And he's like, no, it's, that's not going to happen. He goes, people are going to stop thinking and they're just going to click a button. And I honestly, I didn't think, cause I love learning. So like my desire is to go out and learn. And he just, man, he hit it right on the head. Cause I'm like, Oh, so right. You know, <laughs> But anyway, so how can people get your nature journal? Where can they connect with you? We do have our website on hosealife.com that they can go and they can contact. It's me. So if you send emails, I will read them and see. We are on social media. We have a Facebook page. We have Instagram. So yeah, they can reach out or find me by my name. <laughs> Ah, yes. Right. Because your name is very unique. I will yeah. most definitely put your website in your show notes. So that way people can just, you know, click and go. It'll make it easier for everyone. That's awesome. So as we're wrapping everything up, like what is one big takeaway you want to leave with families from our conversation today? I I have. It's funny because the past month I've had a few moms that were kind of like discouraged. It's kind of like a post-pandemic, stay at home, back in actual life. We're kind of like an in-between right now. And some of them were having a hard time finding the right schedule, the right curriculum, the right everything. And I realized that there, there is no, like, if you call me to be like, what's the perfect What's the perfect, like, schedule to teach my kids? And well, I can't give you this because it depends on your family. It depends on your life and it depends on what your kids want to do in right. life. My thing is step back and look at your kids. 
answer their questions. Let them come to you with all those questions and then bring them to the library. Find festivals or activities around. Find a group, a homeschool group or for a school or whatever, and reach out to them and, and see what they like. And they might impress you because they're, they're going to have questions. There's something that they're going to like. You're going to see their passion. And if you push this passion, they're going to become the best in that field because First of all, if it's a passion, they love it. And when you love learning, you never stop. You always want to know more. You're always going to research more. And remember that some, some kids are kinesthetic, so they need to touch. And today in school, even science class is you sit down, you listen to your teacher, which is not good for those kids because they need to touch and try. So let them touch, let them try, let them. We're so afraid in our society today to fail. Like, oh no, if I try this and I'm not good, oh no. But ask any billionaire or anyone who succeeded how many times they fell, you will like probably just fall down hearing the numbers because right. you need to fail to succeed. This is how you learn, basically. So let them fail, let them do their mistakes, step out of it and let them figure out when it's something small, what they did. And this is how they're going to learn the best. I love Just it. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. I love it. I love it. Oh my gosh, Kezia. So it's been awesome having you. Just your wisdom, your knowledge and all and everything. You just shared so much. Thank you so much for being here today. Well, thank you for having me. If you love the conversations we're having here on the Homeschool Advantage podcast, Follow or subscribe our podcast to stay in the loop and never miss this amazing content. And please highly consider taking a minute to leave a positive rating and review to help others like you discover this show. See you next time.